You're listening to The Open Podcasts. All I wanted to do is try to be the best possible golfer I could be. I felt like I could add to my resume, but uh, there was a young fellow named Tom Watson who thought otherwise. Yes, well, well, well. It was absolute drama to the end. I don't think I've seen anything better than that in my life, and neither of you. Tom's got a hell of a lot of respect for those that came in the game before him. Tom was a go-getter. He wasn't afraid of anything, and, and uh, he loved to compete. Tom Watson joins the elite. It's great to be remembered for success and not for failure. I can say I've had my failures, and I can re- you know, be remembered for the failure. Oh, Thomas, Thomas, Thomas. I temper that with some of the successes I've had in, in professional golf, and particularly here at the, at the Open Championship. To this day, the man's got a beautiful golf swing, and he can still score. It's it's awesome. The finest links player of our generation by a long way. <laughs> well, I, I think Tom Watts has been pretty good at Open Championships. I feel uh, happy about the way my career went and where I am now. The 112th Open Championship, Royal Birkdale, the final day. And what a final day. It's been probably one of the most spectacular final days of any Open Championship. Fluctuating fortunes, exciting golf we've had the lot. 1983. Well, the thing I remember about Birkdale, I wasn't playing particularly well. Well, this was how the leaders looked when they started off on their final round today. Tom Watson last night had finally gone into the lead, the defending champion, by just one stroke over Craig Stadler, the man who'd led from the first day. I remember playing the sixth hole and I hit a, you know, a tee shot uh, way off to the left there and I had a long shot into the green, but I hit, hit a really good approach shot. Whenever I put myself in trouble, it seemed like I wasn't in real trouble, but that also recovered really well. I wasn't hitting the ball uh, precisely, as far as in, you know, putting the ball in play a lot, but I, uh, I made good recovery shots, and that's part of the game. You, you have to recover. Watson's played three to there. He's got this for a birdie. Outright lead. Yeah. Gets it. Four at the 13th. He goes to eight under, and he's on in the lead all by himself. But I do remember the last uh, three holes, and you know, I'm tied for the lead, or and I played the 16th hole, and I really hadn't made a putt all day. I hit a good shot into 14, didn't make the putt. 16, I hit a, I hit a good drive, and then I hit a shot about 25 feet from the hole. Tom Watson, never easy from the back of this 16th green, or indeed from across the green. Got a lot of little runs and different borrows. And I made the putt. Watson, is he going? No, yes, yes, yes. Isn't he a fella? Oh, Lord. As to nine under par and another chance of a birdie at the 17th. That was the first putt really I'd made all that day, even though I really wasn't playing that well. He just had a lot of pars, and I made that putt and said, all right, now we go. Now we play the 17th, the par five, birdie that, and I'll have a couple shot cushion. But he's not going to have the luxury of a two-shot lead. It's a par five. Remember 
having a short putt there about five or six feet, and I hit a terrible putt. I left it short from about six feet, and uh, well, that, that upset me uh, a lot. It really made me upset. Stays nine under and needs a four at the par four 18th to win the Open again. So I get to the 18th tee, and and I I hit as good a drive as I possibly could. I hit a power fade off the tee into the wind. Well, here she comes, and <laughs> that's the stroke of a champion. Absolutely in the center of the fairway. Magnificent drive. The second shot is, you know, people ask me what was my favorite shot in the Open Championship uh, golf in my history, and that was it, the two iron I played there, which I never saw end up, because the crowd just, uh, when I hit that shot with the two iron, I, I flushed it, ball turned to the left of the flag, and my caddy Alfie Faust said, quit turning, I said, don't worry, Alf, and the wind was blowing left to right, and when it, it turned left, it all snaked back to the right, coming down. It was coming right down the stack, but I never saw it hit ground. Oh, good balance and rhythm, and he's off after it, and so are they. Look at that. <laughs> Those are the shots that champions are made of, my word. Fans just like the Red Sea coming back together, they just went whoosh, never saw the ball land. And it was pandemonium. Still, he's got to get through, and here he comes. Coming through the crowd, I, you know, the first thing I'm, I'm doing, finally got through the crowd. It was, <laughs> it was, uh, it's like a scrum in rugby. Uh, was, uh, but it finally got through the crowd and uh, came through and, and started looking for my ball. I saw it. Yeah, it, it was it was close enough where I could I could two putt to win. But that two iron was probably the best shot under the conditions I hit in the Open Championship golf. And <laughs> Ooh. Well, you know, Harry Varden said, "When you've got two for it, take them." And I think Tom's going to do just that. Yes, he has. The defending champion wins again. 33 years of age and on the brink of his first championship victory outside Scotland. His second in successive years and his fifth altogether. A total surpassed only by one man, the great Harry Varden. And the champion golfer for the year with a score of 275 Tom Watson. Thinking what had just happened was uh, maybe one of the most special moments of my life. Four wins in Scotland, and as had been the case after his first victory in 1975, he defended his fourth title at Birkdale in 1983. Oh, Mom. Tom, congratulations and welcome to the annual interview. <laughs> Thank you very much. The jinx is over. The jinx is over? Who said you couldn't win in England? <laughs> It must be very satisfying for you to come and do it in England. It is. I, uh, I'm very happy about the way I played the last nine holes. And, and uh, geez, it's just great to be over here. Just, it ends a long dry spell for me on the American tour since last year. And 
uh, it's just a, it's a tremendous feeling. Within this pleasant, smiling young man, one senses an underlying toughness, ambition, and resolve. And accordingly, at this moment, it seems inevitable that Barden's record of six open wins will be beaten, and the history of golf much extended. They just love Tom Watson here in the UK. They love him. I'm Barry Hyde, and I've worked with Tom since I started in the uh, golf business in the cart barn at the TPC at Sawgrass in late 1989. It's what I really appreciate more than than, uh, than anything is is uh, he enjoys and understands being Tom Watson. And as you you walk through the town in St Andrews, and and a number of the students recognize him and. Uh, they're super respectful, and anyway, he just he takes the time to to uh, to talk to everybody. We went to Little Italy uh, the other the other evening. Nobody really seemed to recognize him. When we were having dinner, we were with uh, two of his childhood friends that live in Cornwall, uh, but are from Kansas City. And uh, when Tom got up to leave uh, the restaurant. Uh, the restaurant stood up and gave him a standing ovation. So I thought it was just amazing how you didn't get the feeling that anybody was recognizing him at all. And then when he got up to leave, the whole restaurant stood up and gave him a standing ovation. So yeah, it was pretty, uh, pretty moving stuff. The Open Championship to me is a championship about all of golf from all of time. The Bobby Joneses and the Bobby Locks and the Peter Thompson people People still talk about it 50 years ago. They do at the Open Championship. My name is John Mahaffey, and Tom and I went through the PGA Tour qualifying schools and everything together and uh, have known each other since then. Well, I, th I think it speaks for, for him and, and, and for his attitude and for his what he's meant to the game of golf, that, that he was embraced so quickly. We are indeed also fortunate to have so many gracious top players in the world today. And his, his caddy Alfie and, and how he wore the cap, you know, Tom wore the cap and everything. And he embraced the tournament as well. And, you know, and everybody embraced him back. And I, I think that's, uh, that says it all for, uh, for a man that deserves it. He paid the price and, uh, you know, and he had a phenomenal career. Well, he just feeds off of this too. He's been such a tremendous open champion, beloved, five wins. You know, really super unique experience the other day. We went over, drove from St. Andrews to Troon, played golf at Troon, and just seeing all the, the pictures uh, around, the, around the clubhouse. And, and uh, there was a, a man in his 90s that came up to Tom and, and uh, said, you know, I was the one in the, in the uh, recorder's tent that told you you had won. And Tom remembered, and the look on Tom's face was uh, one of, of Glee. Brings a tear to your eye. It's not only a great champion, but a great gentleman. Chancellor, in recognition of his exceptional commitment, steadfast contribution, and his triumphs within the sport of golf. 
I invite you to confer on Tom Watson the degree of Doctor of Laws Honoris Causa. Mr. Chancellor, Vice Chancellor, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it is indeed uh, an honor and I'm very humbled to be here in St. Andrews. I am just a golfer. That's what I am. Your golf in Scotland has defined me. And I'm very, very grateful. Thank you very, very much. And no tale could better epitomize the manners and humility of this gracious man, nor the deserved respect of the Scots, both for him and for his achievements, even if he were never to crown them by winning at St Andrews. Are you enjoying the Open podcast? Well, you can get even more of your golf fix today with the Women's Golf Show. Available on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, the Women's Golf Show covers all things relating to the women's game as we gain insight into women's golf, discuss hot topics in the professional and amateur game, and learn about the untold stories of so many inspirational women across the golf world. You can subscribe now for free and get listening to the Women's Golf Show today. Five in the bag. Could he make it six at St Andrews the following year? St Andrews, 1984. St Andrews, 1984. Meantime, up at the 18th, Tom Watson's studying his second shot. Online, looks good. Oh, almost pitched in the hole. Huge crowds gathering to see whether Watson can finish with yet another birdie for a round of 65 strokes. No, not to be a 66, but surely that must be one of the best rounds of his career. I never thought about my place in history. No, I never did. Uh, I still don't, really. I, I look back on it, and I've, won, I've won five Open Championships, and. Uh, eight major championships. Sunday, July the 22nd, perhaps a day for history, because Watson's won five Opens. One more will tie the 70-year-old record of Harry Varden, and he's now, in most of our minds, the favorite. This man says at the moment he's thinking hole by hole, not championship by championship when he's asked about the possibility of winning his sixth British Open. I didn't think about that at all, nothing. No, it was brought up to me, obviously, in the press conferences before the tournament, but I, ne I never thought about that, no. Tom Watson, who's seeking his sixth Open title. No, yeah, you always think, uh, you're always in the present. You, you know, it's each shot as it comes, playing, playing the golf course. You don't, you don't think about the magnitude or the, the ancillary results of, of, of you winning a tournament. You don't think about that. You think about just your shot at hand and, and you know, finishing the 72nd hole in the lead if you can. I remember playing that round and, and not putting very well, not making the putts I needed to make. And uh, finally I made a putt at 13 for birdie. And, You know, Seve was, was in there, and Bernhard Langer was in there. It was a shootout, and 
just kept on uh, missing the putts that you, you have to make to win, or at least push you out in front. Tebby looks back up the fairway and sees that Watson, having thought he might be out of bounds, was in fact in the perfect spot down the right-hand side of the fairway. And uh, came into the 17th hole, the road hole, and I hit a drive a little farther right than I wanted to, but it ended up uh, in the right side of the, fan, uh, the fairway. And it ended up on a real severe upslope, a little knob there. It just kind of, it prevented me from going in low uh, because it was on the upslope. He's got a two iron in his hand. And so I decided to take a risky shot and take a two iron, put it up in the air into the wind, see if I could land it on the top shelf there. And I hit a lousy shot. I pushed it to the right up against the wall. And that's a full-blooded hit from Watson and he looks slightly agitated. Oh, disaster for Watson. That's over the road, up against the wall. Both features are integral parts of the old course. And there's no free relief from there. He'll have to play it as it lies. And that could be the end of Watson. You know, being tied to saving, I you know, see what I can do. And I hit a heck of a shot, you know, with no backswing from the wall. And I got it onto the green. I had about a 20-footer for par. And uh, wasn't that tough a putt. And as I got up, uh, getting ready to make my putt, or, or putt my putt. Savvy, lining up a shortish putt, coming up the hill. I hear this huge roar from 18. I look up there over there and I see Savvy in his classic pose, you know, with his, with his arms, uh, you know, with his right arm up in the air like that there. And I saw it all the way from the 17th green to the 18th tee. And, I knew he'd made birdie, and now game was on. I had to make the putt. Slightly uphill. This for a three. And he's just done it. Oh! I didn't make the putt, so it was essentially over. And that, one must think, is where his run with the sixth title come to an end. Watson, the only man that could get near Varden's six times record, being trapped against the wall. Some of the scores, that's how they finished. Seve, 12 under, beating Kel Nagel's record set uh, 24 years ago, but only by two strokes. Bernard Langer and Tom Watson in second place. Yet the presence of Baker Finch at his shoulder is evidence that nothing is certain. The history of Tom being able to uh, make it six events and then Seve snatching that uh, that possibility from him on the closing couple of holes. It was disappointing because I, I left a lot on the table out there with my putter. Any golfer who has a chance to win the tournament, the opportunities that they missed were, were makeable. You didn't put yourself out of the tournament, although I put myself out of the tournament by hitting, making bogey at 17, which is not a, not a bad score at 17, making a bogey. Turns out I, you know, I had to par it and then you know, birdie 18. So, you know, that be as it may, I, I had uh, a, lot of, a, lot, a lot of tournaments in my career that I didn't win. Uh, sometimes from my mistakes, other times from the other, other players' good play. Well, I, I think Tom Watts has been pretty good in Open Championships. I mean, Tom may not have won at St. Andrews, but he's won about everywhere else. Uh, I think five Open Championships... Uh, um, you, know, you might say, would I trade my three Open Championships for five Open Championships and not win at St. Andrews? Probably would. Even though I love St. Andrews and would have won at St. Andrews, 
I think five Open Championships is pretty special. And Tom Watson had a great career in, in Open Championships. Incredible. Especially for a guy like we were talking about earlier that couldn't stand Lynx golf when he first uh, set foot on, uh, you know, near Carnoustie. It's, it's uh, amazing. The winner here in 77, the winner of many other Open Championships, and what a popular round and popular player in Great Britain and indeed throughout the world, Tom Watson. He is easily, at the age of 44, the oldest contender. He's the um, leader of the championship, but the oldest player over the last few groups. Swing the club quite beautifully. What memories, 17 years ago, 44-year-old Tom Watson. What a great heritage he's left with the Open Championships, and he's not finished yet. In 1994, I went through a period of time where I didn't win a tournament. I won in 87 once, and then I didn't win again for nine years until 96. Yeah, I don't know what, what it was. It's just, uh, you know, you're, you're, I guess you're just blessed with a, a certain amount of uh, success. It, it, you know, it, again, was it work ethic? No, I don't think it was work ethic at all because I still worked as hard as at the game. But maybe, you know, other things besides that just occurred. My swing just uh, was not de dependable. I couldn't trust my swing as, as much as I did in 77 and in 78, uh, those two years right there in 80. Uh, not a very good driver of the golf ball at that point compared to what he is today. He's become a much better player, tee to green, than, uh, than I think he was back then. Uh, you know, your swing comes and goes, but the thing is you, uh, the, the, uh, uh, your lows when you're in that stretch are not nearly as low as they are you know, at other times in your career. But yeah, it's interesting. Tom went through a kind of a, a tough time, really more in his, uh, you know, mid forties, and then his putting came back, and it's 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 kind of kind of stayed uh, fine. Um, but he won, you know, he won at forty six. He won Master Cards Tournament uh, uh, Colonial. It was Saturday afternoon and uh, or evening, and he said, "Barry, what are you doing?" I said, I have no plans. He said, let's go, let's go watch the uh, Kansas City Royals. He's a big baseball fan. The Royals were playing in town. So we went over and watched the Royals. And I'll never forget, he ate four hot dogs. And then the next day went out and won on the PGA Tour. And uh, gosh, for, for years after that, I tried having four hot dogs. It didn't help my game. He won that at, uh, at 48. Everybody has a fall off in, in their, in their uh, abilities. My fall, I fall off of my abilities, but I ended up uh, finding the kind of the secret to my golf swing in 1994, and really started hitting the ball better than I ever hit hit it. Uh, putting wasn't very good. Yeah, I, I used to make everything. Co-leader always has that quizzical little smile, so just as if he's got some little secret thought all his own. I found my secret in 1994. I found my secret. And you know, and the older you get, the, the more uh, what you know, whatever it is, the nerves uh, sometimes just they don't get it. The, the, the stroke doesn't work, uh, and you know, you, you can't get it back. And, and when you don't putt well or great, you know, you you lose the uh, uh, one of the premier tools of winning. Uh, every great player has been a great putter. 
when you lose that 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 putting touch, uh, you, know, you 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 have a you know, you're going to have a problem. Be interesting watching Tom Austin because towards the end of his career, when he was still considered a young man, his putting was the bane of his life. He may get close, but uh, that that and when when you're really a great putter, you, you know, it, it'll see you through to to victory. Explore the rich history of the Open like never before with our interactive timeline, celebrating the journey. Visit thejourney.theopen.com and immerse yourself in golf's original championship. The One Club, in partnership with MasterCard, is the best way to get closer to golf's original championship. Enjoy enhanced chances of securing future championship tickets. Sign up for free today at theopen.com 2009 Good morning and welcome to an extraordinary morning on the Ayrshire Coast the start of the 138th Open Championship the fourth time it's been held here at Turnbury My practice rounds uh, went like this my first practice round was on Monday and we had a really strong south wind and I played a great practice round from tee to green but my putting was just awful I just it's just terrible and uh, the second practice round, I started off in the first hole into that south wind, and I hit a you know, hybrid off the tee, and I had I hit a, you know, a little six iron underneath the wind, just perfect shot to the front left pin position, about about ten feet short of the hole. It was a beautiful shot. And when I stroked the ball with a putt, I left it short and right about eight inches. It was the worst putt you ever saw. And I just, I mean, I'm just frustrated, as, you know. As, like I was in 94 when I was playing at Turnberry. I was really playing well there and just you know, couldn't find the My putter was just awful. Well, anyway, I said, I'm going to try something outside the box. And I did with my shoulders, with a, you know, more rotational with my shoulders rather than low, you know, left shoulder low and the right shoulder uh, you know, low going through. I rotated my shoulders. and. And all of a sudden, I started putting the ball solidly. So easy to miss that left and low. Tommy Boy's got his putting boots on. And it worked. And so I used that for the rest of the round and started putting the, putting the ball well. And then on Wednesday, I went out and played another 18, full 18-hole 18 practice in that south wind. And it was, uh, I was really excited about my chances. The years are rolling away and the galleries are gathering as they hear of Tom Watson's progress out here. This to lead the Open. Oh, boom, straight to the middle. Tom Watson on top of the leaderboard. Greg Norman last year at 53. Tom Watson, 59. Four under par. Just keep it going for another three days. And did uh, what I thought I had to do on Thursday. Played a really good round on Thursday. Here is the man, the leader from yesterday, well not the leader, him and Ethel took him at a 65, stretching that 59-year-old frame. Left hip replacement last October. A couple things. First of all, I was playing about my best golf. I really was. Uh, yeah, I had a new gimmick with the putter and it was working. Come on now. Come on now. Wow, Tom Watson. What a story. He was in awe last night talking about Tom's golf, said he held virtually nothing all day. And 
Tom's making up for it a bit now. We've seen him on a couple of good par putts. I'd won the senior uh, Open Championship there, and I knew how to play the golf course. The golf course hadn't changed at all, and uh, I'm just playing against different competition. But if anyone can play around in these fiddly conditions, tricky conditions, no more than that, Tom Watson can plot his way around. I also knew that the conditions were going to change on Friday. The winds blew from the south in the practice rounds all three days. And I knew the winds were going to die down from the, from the forecast on Thursday. And that was the day to score, which I did. And many had the chance to watch and to admire the play of a man whose great love affair with the Elsa course began in 1977. Amazingly, Tom Watson led the 2009 Open for most of the first day. But then they were going to turn to the northwest and blow, and blow hard. And 95% of the field had not played that golf course with that northwest wind. So it was a brand new golf course to them. Uh, I had. I had the experience. I knew the winds were going to you know, change, and I was playing my best. Tom thought he could win because he knew that the that the wind was going to change, and he knew that the that the other contestants wouldn't uh, know how to, you know, to deal with the different wind because they had never played uh, Turnberry before. Pretty, pretty neat that he he uh, he kind of saw it coming. And at, on Wednesday night in bed with Hillary, I said, you know, Hills, I can win this tournament this week. I really do. I was thinking that all day on Wednesday's practice round, and I finally admitted it to somebody. Tom Watson, after that beautiful tee shot on 11, this for birdie. Get there, Tom. Yes, well done. Tom's on the move. Home in 31. <laughs> Very good. I had some difficulties on Friday that I, I came back, and... Uh, you know, got back to where I should. You know, the golf course played tough on Friday going out, going into the wind. I made some mistakes, uh, but uh, knew I, coming in with the wind, I could, uh, I could make up for those mistakes, which I did. Uh, and knew the rest of the field were going to have the same problems with that golf course. To see him at the age of 59 out here compete against these kids and also playing shots that some of these kids can't play. A couple of times he's landed the ball short of the green and rolled it pin high, and uh, I haven't seen anyone else playing shots like that. But to get to here on the 16th, he was really close to the bunker, had a very awkward lie, and played a fantastic shot from 166 yards. Now this one for a birdie. Downhill move from the right, just a little. Come on, Tom. <laughs> Thomas. Thomas Bath. Uh, I made those two long putts at 16 and 18 to, you know, when you're making putts like that, you know, life is good. 32 years ago, 1977, he strode up here against Jack Nicklaus to win that famous open trophy, Jewel in the Sun. That's where he sits at the moment, four under, one behind. If he knocks this in, if he joint lead, he'll be out probably in the last group. Uh, Tom Watson, this to tie the lead. It's not short. It's not short. Hello! Oh, ho, ho. 
Tom Watson still leads the Open. Isn't that extraordinary? What a putt on 16, what a putt on 18. Oh. oh, that is ridiculous. How can he do that at 59 years old? He's won the Open Championship, he's won the British seniors around this golf course, and now he's tied for the lead again after two rounds. Unbelievable. I'd love to know his mental state at the moment, you know, 59 years of age, leading the Open, going into the third round. Is he nervous? Is he apprehensive? Or is he saying, this is just fantastic, I'm going to, I'm going to win it again? I know I would be panicking, but then I never won an Open. Yeah, on Saturday, it was actually, I played a very free and easy, stress-free, literally almost stress-free round on Saturday. I just felt very comfortable uh, out there with not, not very much pressure that I, you know, I was in control of my golf swing and my putter. He said after his round yesterday that he was in a state that he'd never been in before. He felt so serene on the course yesterday that it was just a pleasant stroll. He's right in that back corner there, Watson. Oh, what a golf shot. What a golf shot from Tom Watson. As Ken said, he had no shot at all from there. But that was one hell of a shot from a horrid lie. He was definitely in Alcatraz there, wasn't he? My goodness. But comfortable pars. And the ovation begins again and will carry him to the ninth tee. Watson at the 16th. Oh, what a hold. He hold one here yesterday. Can he do it again? He might. that Tom was, well, here we are. <laughs> Alfie Fowles, his caddy then those days, pushed over, had his watch broken. And it looks pretty well the same now, doesn't it? Same short, quick steps. Same applause from the galleries. Just the one original hit. Oldest man ever to lead a major. Now he's the oldest man ever to lead a major going into the last round. Quite extraordinary, Tom. What a day. Well done. The the fans were were so generous in their in their uh, support. They really were the, the whole week. It was it was fun going into the uh, the press room after each round. The first round, I go in there and I'm I'm right close to the lead and. And uh, the questions were, well, uh, Tom, what do you think? How was your round? And you know, it was a it was a great day out there, and all this sort of stuff. And and uh, and you know, you could see they were kind of patronizing. It was it was great to have the old boy there, just like Greg, Greg Norman the previous year had a chance to win. And uh, yeah, I understood. Yeah, I didn't take uh, much to understand that. Let's watch the old boy drive off. But it is truly remarkable. In the second second round, I'm right there in the lead, and and uh, they uh, you know they do kind of the same thing. Uh, we'll give the old boys due, and and but then there's the question: you say, Tom, do you think you can win this tournament? And I, yes, very straight face, said, absolutely, I can win this tournament. 
Then the third, after the third round in the press room, they all had to take this thing really seriously. For Watson, the dream of winning a record equaling sixth open was still alive. He would go into the final round of the 138th open, leading by a shot. I'm in a position to make it happen. You know, it's, it's in my control, I mean, that's what I like. That this old boy does have a chance to win this golf tournament. <laughs> and I was kind of, I was kind of chuckling, uh, ch chuckling at the questions then. I said, you really think you can win? Said, Darn Ron, I can win. And you know what? There are a lot of people looked at, looked at me the way I was playing and said, you know, this, this old boy could win this tournament. Now what are we going to do? <laughs> from USA, Tom Watson. That's Watson second at seven from 250 right. yards with a three wood. I think he likes it. He loves it right in the middle of the green. Fabulous shot from Tom Watson. Tom Watson to save par on eight. Very nice. That's what he's done so well over this week. He's held some great par putts to keep the, the rounds going. A couple of bombs for birdies, but that was a very important putt. He's got it running well. He's got it running well. Tom Watson. Oh, I tell you what. You know, he doesn't let you down very often, does he? The atmosphere out here is unbelievable. I think everyone's realising that something incredible could happen today. Crucial putt for Tom Watson. It couldn't have been a worse length for him. Oh, what this would give him if he could knock it in. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant from Watson. And he's one ahead, two to play. R5, 17th. My God, can it really happen? The last couple of holes, uh, very simply, I, I was tied for the lead uh, by the scoreboard, and I'm playing the, the downwind uh, 17th par five, and, uh, and I hit a good shot up on the green and two putted for for birdie, and and that was now now I've got a one shot lead playing the 18th hole downwind. Now I feel, man, this is right in my wheelhouse now. And I hit a perfect drive in 18, second shot at 187 yards. I was trying to land it up in the very front left of the green there where the uh, I thought it would stop. Come as the moment, come as the man. One good straight one, Tom. Has he pulled it? No, it's online. It's good. Would you believe it? Gee whiz. And unfortunately, it hit a small downslope there with a gust of wind and went over the green. With maybe an hour, hour and a half to go, I uh, found my way into some, to some seats. And my, my memory that, that haunts me more than anything else is, you know, I saw the ball in the air heading right at me, uh, you know, and the, and the flag stick was between me and, and, and Tom. And I saw it in the air and I thought, my, this is amazing, Tom has won the Open. And, uh, you know, it, it, uh, 
horrifyingly hit on that little downslope of that little knob, maybe four feet short of the green, and shot forward. I, I think the, what was it, 8-iron second shot that he hit in there that was so beautiful, and, and it just hit a hard spot. You know, I mean, it. that's one of those ones when you're playing, when you're the player that's hit it and you're looking up and you're going, that's exactly what I wanted to do. And then to have that result, I mean, it was a shock, I'm sure, to him. To How did that ball get over the green? And it unfortunately went into a lie that it didn't wasn't particularly good for a for a wedge. So I decided I was going to put it out of this lie and pop it up and let have it have it roll, which it did. Roll past the hole. I hit it hard. I'm with it though. I'm getting very nervous. Yeah, uh, that what well, what goes through my mind, and you can't second guess a player. I know that from being a broadcaster for quite a few years. You know, you, you don't you don't really throw a player under the bus because he hit a poor shot or because of whatever, or the decision he made. Because at the time, you don't know what was going through his mind. You don't exactly know what the lie was like. You don't know this, that, or the other. You know the emotions. But I was surprised that he hit a, that he putted rather than, than chipping, because he was such a good chipper. And, uh, you know, and, and I never knew him to ever have any issues with that, uh, the yips. <laughs> I never saw that in him, ever. Uh, he always had a nice fluid motion, and uh, he always got the ball closer and made it. So uh, that's that surprised me. That might have uh, disrupted his concentration a little bit, and then he might have rushed. You know, it's easy to second guess, but... Uh, I was surprised at his choice of shots. Yeah, if Tom does manage to hold that one and win this, it's, it'll certainly be the greatest sporting achievement that I've ever seen in my lifetime, and maybe of all time. Well, this is something we never expected. Tom Watson, one of the great champions of all time, with a putt to win his sixth Open Championship. 40-odd days off his 60th birthday. And, uh, and then I hit a putt that you know, was just the worst putt you ever saw. It wasn't to be a playoff, it is. Four-hole player, four, five, six, 17, 18. Very unlucky going through the green with that wonderful second shot. Good headline. <laughs> the old fogey almost did it. The final moment, however, belonged to Sink. That was the most disappointing thing. If I hit a good putt and, and lipped it out or something like that, it wouldn't have been as bad as just how bad a putt I hit to win the championship. And I have to say that probably deflated me pretty pretty badly at that time, but went right into the playoff thinking, okay, I still got this. I'm still playing well from tee to green. Let's go and go and and only hit one good shot in the playoff, and that was the drive in the first extra, first hole. That was it. Everything else was not very good. Yes, and I hate to, I wasn't pulling against Stuart Sink, but you know what? I mean, that's that was a, to win six Open Championships, incredible. 
And you know what? The next week I was playing in the uh, uh, Senior British Open down in Sunningdale. And I, I th th three putted 11 times the next week. Now putter, putter had that magic moment all the way until the 72nd hole of the Open Championship at Turnberry. And then it left me. The golfing gods, they, can get, they give it to you and they take it away. Uh, that was an incredible day. Uh, and you know, more than anything, the way that Tom you know, handled the media and, and stuff after that. Yeah, we, we went to Wilding's for dinner that night and uh, walked in the restaurant and they all stood up and gave me a wonderful round of warm applause and then uh, had a wonderful dinner and my, and I, my final spoonful of sticky toffee pudding uh, was consumed and the spoon went down here they come and asked for autographs and pictures and, and just uh, and I stood around for an hour there doing things you know, with all the people in the restaurant. It was very warm and engaging. Well, the, the impact of 2009 at the Open was, uh, you know, it was pretty profound. The, the responses I had in letters, uh, responses via email or the letters I received in my office were, there were a number, you know, a pretty solid percentage of them saying to me, Tom, I gave up on what I was doing because I thought I was too old. But watching you at the Open uh, has given me a, a new look at it and that I'm going to continue on trying to do the things that I gave up on. Still, I've had a hard time two years later getting over the fact that he didn't quite finish it at, at Turnberry, lost in that playoff to Stewart Sink, hit that approach into the 72nd that bounded through the green. I think when he struck it, he felt like he had hit the shot he wanted. Yep. And there is a five-time chant, nearly six. Tom Watson, the great Tom Watson. As good a Lynx player well, throughout. Absolutely the best. Absolutely the best. I mean, we go back to Harry Varden, but that very few of us remember. Yeah, the modern era <laughs> no, what we watched. The yeah. modern era for what we've, what we've been playing in, um, starting in 75 at Carnoustie. I was there as a youngster. So, yes, he's, he's the greatest on the links. You know, make, make uh, no doubt that he can still play. And just admiring the way he can still play golf. You know, he's, he's 72, has plenty of speed. And you could see it off of uh, the first tee when he hit the ceremonial ball at Augusta. He reared back and fired his full swing and absolutely ripped it down the middle. Uh, and he, he still hits the ball, uh, you know, a long way. He says he doesn't, but, but, uh, but he still does. And, and, you know, the other morning we went to play and he said, uh, I think I found something in my putting stroke. I moved the ball back a little bit. And uh, so anyway, I thought that was great that, you know, somebody with nothing to prove in golf is, is still thinking about his, uh, his, his, his putting and his game. Just couldn't believe how well Tom still played. His ball striking hasn't changed. It really hasn't. Just to this day, the man's got a beautiful golf swing, uh, and he can still score. It's it's awesome. Well, winning was the was the ultimate goal, and fortunately, I, I won five Open Championships. But I, uh, 
Yeah, I look at the Open Championship as something very special because it is a, you know, the way I look at my place in, in there is, yeah, I was fortunate to win it five times. You know, a couple of times I probably shouldn't have won it, but I did. You know, I embraced it uh, in 79 and I won it three more times, uh, but uh, there's, you know, there's, there's always going to be somebody to, to win it more, that, more times than that. When you look at sport in general, you always look at the premier moments in sport, and those are the memories that you that uh, you love. You, you, people watch sport to see those memories, and it doesn't occur very often that you have a memory that, yeah, I was there, I was watching it. Uh, did you see that? Did you see what happened? That's what they that's what they embrace sport for. Yeah. Fortunately, I was I was a part of a couple of those memories in sport in golf in my career, and they they, had, they basically happened here uh, in, in the Open Championship. One of them happened here, and one of them happened at Pebble Beach in the U.S. Open Championship. So, uh, you know, it, it's great to be remembered uh, for success and not for failure. And unfortunately, there uh, there are people who. They're remembered for their failures, and I can say I've had my failures, and I can re, you know, be remembered for the failure. You know, 2009 could have been remembered as a failure, but I temper that with some of the successes I've had in, in professional golf, you know, particularly here at the at the Open Championship. So I feel I feel uh, happy about the way my career uh, went and, and where I am now. Thank you very much, Tom Watson. With thanks to Tom Watson. Written, produced and edited by Chris Lewis. Executive produced by Paul Sutcliffe. Additional support from Chris Devine and Liam Allen. Join us for a summer to remember at the AIG Women's Open. Witness Anna Nordqvist defend her title on the renowned links of Muirfield. Book today at AIGWomensOpen.com. This has been an original audio production from The Open.